357. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. Uh, We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right. Psalm 44. What I love about Mm -hmm. this is this is, you know, he's looking at his problems through the lenses of God's activity in the past. And he's going to say some things that he knows about God to be true, his people to be true, things that are clear, things that are clear about God, but it's actually his clarity about who God is that's making his life in the present so confusing, right? Right. And so, so this, you know, I love this whole song because I think at the end, man, it's going to fill us with a permission to be bold um, in a way that I think we need when we find ourselves confused by how God acts. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he, he starts off and he's like, man, no, 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 we heard like, no, 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 we heard like they told us, right. The like, God, they told us, of your wonderful works, right? right? They passed along as they should have your covenant mm-hmm. to the next generation. And we know about Joshua and the cats going into the land and how they conquered the whole nine. Right. And he's like, yo, like you different. That right. like you that guy. You're our king. You're our God. Right. And he just goes on and on, man. And he just recounts the wonderful works of God, right? Yeah. But it's this but in verse nine, yeah. right? That is going to switch the trajectory of the song. And he's like, but it seems as if you rejected us. Right. And it's like, kind of like you said, man, like, I love what you said about, yeah, like, there's this clarity of who you were in the past and what you did. But it's like, yo, at in this present day, similar to what was said in 42 and 43, it seems as if you rejected us. And, you know, I think one of the things that we can take away from this is, man, we ought to be careful, right, in making and concluding from suffering that God is not with us. Right, right. We got to be careful of concluding from suffering that we don't have the favor of God. Right. And we should, at the same time, if you've done this in the past, or if you're doing this now, don't beat yourself up, right? Because why? The song... Psalmist did it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was his conclusion. He was right. like, yo, like, I look to me like you ain't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. This is, is winning battles against us, right? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it just you just see the humanity uh of the psalmist here. And I think, man, we should re- not, you know, go past that too fast. Like the Bible is a human book. Right. And so it's gonna express the feelings, emotions, and perceptions of real people in real time. Yeah. Nah, man, I so I think that's so good, man. And this, you know, really, this song, man, I don't know what it was, bro. It just really just spoke to me, reminded me that, you know, things aren't always what they seem. And uh, life isn't always the way it feels, right? There's an aspect about life where it's not governed by the facts that we know or or even our experience isn't completely shaped by the faith that we have but it's shaped by our feelings and those feelings can fluctuate and 
go from high to low, right? So even the 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 words that he'll use, right? The psalmist knows that God never sleeps or slumbers. He's already rejoiced in the fact that God's eye is always on him. But here at the end of the psalm, right, this is what I mean, that honesty. He's like, God, yo, God, you got to wake up. You got to stop pressing the snooze button. We really need your help now. Come through, right? And the psalm doesn't end with a resolution per se, but he's like, yo, God, we need you to come through. And even though he pleads his innocence, he's not saying we need you to come through because we ain't done nothing. He's saying, no, no, God, we need you to come through because of you, because of your faithful love. I know that's our hope. I know that's our rest. And so what I'm going to do at the end of the day is just continue to call on you for help, right? And it reminds us of, you know, the disciples when they're on this boat in the storm and they go down and they say, yo, Jesus, wake up. Don't you care that we're sleeping, right? It reminds us of the apostle Paul, who's going to use this same uh, verse, right? The, um, which one is that? Verse 22. 22. Yeah. Because of you, we are being put to death all the day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. He, he, uses that to talk about his experience in the world. But then Paul ends up and says, but we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So he does have this future hope, but it doesn't keep him from being honest in the present. And I think, man, that's what Psalm 44 reminds us like, yo, don't let your future hope keep you from present honesty. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, you you beat me to the punch (laughs) again. But yo, like super dope too is the fact that he's like 17. Yo, all this happened to us, we have not forgotten you, right? Or betrayed your covenant. And it's like just a reminder that, man, it is a deep attestation of faith, right? Attestation. That's a good one. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) It it attests deeply, right, to real faith when we're faithful to God, even when life sucks. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So it's like a we've said it before. Or I've said it before, like when life isn't going the way we want, we tend to try to just do what we want. Right. right? Like people's like, all right, man, it seems like, yo, walking faithfully ain't working. Right. right? <laughs> but it's like David is like, we're not David. The the psalmist is like, yo, all this happens to us and we still right. we sharp. We we know you sharp. Right. Like if we would have started sinning, it would just make stuff worse. Right. <laughs> so right. it's like, yo, you know the heart. So like we're not gonna do that. And like you said in 22 he comes and he says this like man because of you we're being put to death all day long paul takes this quote like you said to make the point that we're more than conquerors but also to make the point that no 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 no, nothing can separate you from the love of christ right 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 so it's even this this idea that paul is like in the context he's talking about suffering and he's talking about groaning and how you know uh, when we're following Christ, that we're going to suffer with him, but that's only attesting to the fact that we're going to be glorified with right. him, right? Right. He's like, yo, at the end of the day, nothing can separate you from right. the love of Christ, even when life sucks, right. even when you're experiencing suffering. And so yeah. what we can conclude is there's not a one-to-one correlation right. between our experience of suffering mm. and the reality of God's love. And I think that, again, like you said, 
he doesn't end in hope here right. necessarily. Yeah. Right. He ends pleading still. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, because of your faithful love, show up. And Paul is like, no, no, no. Because of his faithful love, he's never abandoned you, never yeah. forsaken you, and will never leave you. Amen. Let's pray. God, I yeah. pray that you would remind us that you are ever with us. You're always present, even when it doesn't feel like it, Father. So I pray, uh, Lord, that our faith wouldn't invalidate the way that we feel, God. But I pray that our faith in you would transcend the way that we feel. It's in Jesus' yeah. name we pray. Amen.